Welcome to the Who Day Talk podcast. It is Brayden and Jay here talking about preseason week four and the Bengals' final 53-man roster. So let's get right into it. Preseason week four, not going to lie, really boring game. We saw a lot of Logan Woodside, who I didn't think played bad. He had some good ball placement, had a really good back shoulder throw. He didn't show anything special. It was... Uh, a pretty boring game. At one point, we had to put Jake Murphy at wide receiver. That's kind of why the Colts got that last second touchdown. Yeah, the Colts got a touchdown, but Bengals basically had half the people who got cut playing. So nothing too concerning there. But what I really, what we really want to talk about is the 53-man roster. So let's talk about that. Who was you most surprised that got cut? Most surprised. I'd say easily Cabrera Russell. Um, it, I was so shocked when I saw him get cut. I, I kind of freaked out. I mean, he's our fourth corner. He, I think he's better than Drake or Patrick, and I was shocked. Marvin Lewis did hint that he could be back, but, I mean, that's if another team doesn't pick him up because, I mean, he played so well. I can't see another, like all 31 other teams passing up on him. Um, another surprise cut who some of us pred- predicted early on in the season, but after Ioka got released, people thought it was less and less likely. Michael Johnson did get cut. Um, that's another guy that could very easily be re-signed after they put someone on IR, such as uh, Devontae Harris or someone like that. And, um, yeah, I, I think those are the two main surprises. Yeah, I'm 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 not on board with the Kavari Russell at all. Like, I said Marvin hinted that Harris could be put on IR, and if he is, then they'll bring back Russell. But another team could pick him up, and there's just a lot of risks that could go into it. And we're really thin at corner, so I don't even know why we take that risk. Yeah, I, that's just – I mean, Tony McRae, he did make the team, and he did show up great in the preseason, but he's more of a slot guy while Russell is more of an outside guy. And us, on the, in the slot, we're very deep. We have guys like, well, we had Shaw. Um, we have guys like Phillips and Harris who can both play slot. Um, we have Denard, obviously. We have McRae. We're really deep in the slot. But on the boundary, all we really have is William Jackson and Drake Patrick with, I mean, Devontae Harris can play a little bit of the outside, yeah. And Phillips can probably play some of the outside too, but both of them are unproven rookies. And Phillips is a little undersized. And Harris is just, I mean, Harris is pretty much a Josh Shaw clone. So, we're really shallow on the outside, and I mean, I saw, I forget who it was, but someone on Twitter mentioned that a lot of times teams, they go to the more experienced veterans who know how it works, and it's like a wink-wink, nudge-nudge thing where, yeah, we're going to cut you, but you'll be back Monday, we just have to put some people on IR. So, I feel like they should have done that with one of the veterans other than someone who can get claimed, and because the players don't really have a say in being claimed or not. Yeah. Then... Speaking of that, Michael Johnson, I'm I'm feeling really confident that he's going to be back by Monday. I feel like they're just going to kind of redo his contract. He's not going to make as much, which with the Bengals have suddenly become a really young team. So I honestly don't mind having him in there if we get him for a cheaper deal. Yeah, and that's that's a good thing. And I mean, I just don't see them going in with eight defensive linemen. I mean, that can be a little risky. And wait, wait no, wait. Was it eight or is it seven now? No, I think it's eight. Uh, There's there's Billings, Tupou, Atkins, Glasgow. Yeah, it is eight. You're right. Okay, but I just can't see them going in there with eight. I mean, 
they don't really have a proven <clears throat> nickel defensive tackle right now. Um, so, I mean, it's possible to go with the – I still think Michael Johnson ends up back on this team one way or another. And <clears throat> with that, I do think Cody Core isn't safe yet. I mean, I know we all predicted him to be gone. I think he should have been gone last year and definitely this year, but he's not gone. And I think if they see a guy on another team that gets waived and they like him, I think Cody Core is going to be the first one leaving. Yeah, I think as of now, the Bengals just overly value his overrated special teams play. So I think that's the case there. And I think they didn't want to risk losing Auden Tate because we've seen what he can do. So I think that was kind of the mindset there. Yeah, another interesting thing is Andrew Brown got cut. Yeah. He was a Brown pick. Yeah. I remember, like, a couple weeks after the draft, we were talking. We both weren't on board with the Andrew Brown pick, mostly because we picked him over Crosby. And I might have said to you, or I might have said to somebody else, but I said I would not be surprised if he got the practice squad because he is not that good. And it happened. I mean, he, <clears throat> yeah, I think he could easily make the practice squad. I mean, he's, a, he's one of those guys that – the position he played in college wasn't the position he should have been playing, and the position he's playing in the NFL is the one he should be playing, but he hasn't transitioned yet. So <clears throat> it's more of an unknown commodity, which is why I think no one's going to pick him up as of now. He's just going to kind of be on a practice squad somewhere. Whether that's with the Bengals, we don't know. But yeah. I think he could definitely – he's definitely going to end up on some practice squad. I don't think he's going to end up on any 53, though. I mean, he just says he hasn't shown enough. Yeah, yeah. Josh Tupo, Josh I think he played fairly decent in the preseason, definitely better than Andrew Brown. Yeah. So. My only concern is he is a player with – has a decent ceiling. He's very athletic, something that I think that the Bengals really like. So my concerns, I don't think it will happen, but it's just kind of concern enemies. A team will be like, wow, this guy's athletic. Let's just – Put him at the bottom of our depth chart and just kind of develop this guy. I mean, my problem with that pick, though, is, I mean, everyone pretty much knew what he was going to do when he came in the NFL. Yeah. So, like, if you knew that, why pick him knowing that your roster isn't going to allow him to make the team in the fifth round? Like, why not pick someone who has a chance? Like, like we were talking about earlier, Tyrell Crosby, who would probably be our starting right tackle right yeah, now. He's been doing really good with the Lions, too. Exactly. He probably would be our starting right tackle right now. And it's not, not I mean, it'd be a combination of our starting right tackles right now being bad, but I mean, he, he's a lot better. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's, it's a, that's one thing to think about. Uh, another thing to think about is um, obviously um, Ryan Hewitt got cut. Yeah. I feel like this was more of a surprise among the fans, but to people who kind of just looked at what the Bengals been doing, we were not surprised at all. We were suspecting it and, on my page, Bengals NFL, I kind of made a post about it. A lot of people disagreed with me, but if you look at what the Bengals done, they're cutting guys who are getting paid more than what their play was showing, and that was the case with Hewitt. Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah, I mean, it's not so much as Hewitt not being good. It's more of their offense is moving in a different direction in the zone scheme. A zone scheme doesn't call for the use of a fullback, um, and that's what his main position is. They call him an H back. I think he's mainly a fullback. Um, he's he had to make the team as a tight end. Uh, I think he was definitely outside looking in on that. As I said earlier, Seaton Carter would probably have made the team over Mason Shrek. Yeah. But he definitely would have made the team over Ryan Hewitt had he been healthy. Uh, Mason Shrek, 
he's just a better pure tight end. He has more potential. I mean, that move made sense to me. Yeah. So some people were upset about it. I think it's a good move. And Shrek, I know he had a couple fumbles, but was ultimately did all right in preseason, I thought. Yeah, I think he played pretty well. Um, I still don't understand why they kept – I mean, they have 15 wide receivers, uh, running backs, and tight ends combined, and that seems like a lot to me. Um, I still don't – I still think someone else is going to get cut from that group of 15, the wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends. I don't think they can survive with seven wide receivers, four running backs, and four tight ends. I think one of them is going to have to go because we need depth at DB now. We need depth at um, – offensive line and especially if someone with decent upside gets cut from another team i think that's something you have to look for um i don't know do we touch on josh Shaw yet I don't think we, we have did. we have not yeah so josh Shaw was somebody who was kind of on the border we i was kind of thinking that Devonte harris would kind of take over his place but Devonte harris like we said earlier is a strong guy our cannon so Shaw's not on the team so that was a bit of a surprise to me I think that's another guy that could come back. Um, it's, it, I mean, between Shaw and Kevery Russell, I think they. I think one of them is going to end up back on this team. I hope it's Russell, but if it's Shaw, because Russell gets claimed by another team, I'll understand. I still don't like the move of cutting uh, Russell just because, I mean, he's your fourth best cornerback. He had so much promise. He was a third-round pick. Yes, I know he was cut by the Chiefs, but he showed real promise the last two years. I don't think that it was, it's too soon to give up on a guy like that. Um I mean, another guy to talk about, I guess, on the kind of more surprise cuts thing is T.J. Johnson. Um, he was supposed to he was come in the year as a backup center, but he was outplayed by Trey Hopkins. What do you think about that? No, I like it. I think they're going to kind of use Hopkins in more versatile role in T.J. Johnson, and he was somebody in the preseason before that just did horrible. He was getting destroyed by the Colts' third stringers. I think that was a big part of the decision. But ultimately, I think Trey Hopkins easily outplayed Johnson at center. So if something is ha- were to happen to Billy, we have enough depth where we can put Redmond or Westerman at right guard and Hopkins can take over at center. So I'm well, fine right with now it. it looks like Alex Redmond is going to be the starter at right guard. I, oh, I, Lord. We don't know yet. For sure, but I mean, by the looks of it, I think Redmond's going to be the starter. Uh, unfortunately, I think Westman should obviously be the starter. But um, yeah, TJ Johnson. I mean, he made Russell Bodine look like an opera, and yeah. that's saying a lot. Yeah. So I mean, he's just, just clearly not good. I think that kind of what came down to it, and also the fact that Hopkins can play center, which is kind of confirming that. Right. Another guy on the offensive line to talk about is uh, Cedric Obuihi. Um <laughs> You know, this is one of those things where you can see how he could have gotten cut just because of how bad he is, and you can see how they can keep him just because he was a first-round pick and the Bengals don't want to admit that he's a bust yet. Yeah. And I think he's one of those guys that we're going to see leave after this season, um, unless for some reason he shows some promise. He hasn't as of yet. I don't see him getting any snaps this season just because, I mean, he's the third and he's going to be the last offensive tackle on the depth chart. Yeah, and... Uh, and kind of what you're saying, and even if a guy like Glenn gets hurt, I feel like they would just put Bowling at left tackle and then move Westerman at left guard. They, I don't think they want him on the field. Yeah, and even if they didn't want to move Bowling, I think they'd put Fisher out at left before they put Obuidi out at left. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe, but I, I think they're going to try and not play him. He's going to be more of a uh, – I, I don't even think he's going to be active on game day. 
Probably not. Uh, he's probably not going to be active, and I think an, other, amongst other inactives like Mark Walton, um, who else? Mark Walton. I don't think Mark Walton's going to be active. I don't think mm-hmm. he's going to be active. I don't think. Unfortunately, Westerman might not be active just because, for some reason, the coaching staff hates him. Yeah, I uh, seriously want to understand, like, what's the deal here? It seemed like Paul Alexander doesn't like him. It seemed like Frank Pollock is a well, big Pollock, fan. But yeah, I I think this is more of a Marvin thing. I saw something earlier on Twitter, and they were talking about how Frank Pollock's just he just gotten into Cincinnati, even if he liked Westerman a lot. I don't think he they don't think he wants to cross Marvin yet. Just because it's his job, and they say that Marvin, if Marvin doesn't like someone, I mean, as we've seen in the past, the rest of the coaching staff is going to kind of project that feeling onto the player that Marvin has for him. So maybe it's not Pollock's issue, and it's really Marvin's issue. And it be. wasn't Alexander's issue, and it was really Marvin's issue the whole time. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a, there's not that many people who I can firmly say is going to be inactive. But Obuhi's one of them, and it's gonna be. I don't know why we have him. He yeah. has no promise. But yeah, I really hate Paul Alexander. Subject. Yeah, back on subject. What do you think about keeping Trot Carson over Brian Hill? No, I'm all for it. We after preseason week one, we kind of figured out like there's gonna be four running backs. It's gonna be between Carson and Hill, and I think it was a really close battle all throughout preseason. If I I would probably have to go back and rewatch the games, but when watching them, I can't really say one beat the other in the competition. So I don't say this much, but I trust the Bengals on this decision. I trust the Bengals on this decision, but I mean, originally, I, I, or well, not originally, my last uh, 53 man prediction, I don't know if I had it on the podcast or not. I think I had it on Twitter, but I had the Bengals keeping five running backs over a fourth tight end and. That was interesting. Obviously, I got a lot of hate for it, but I thought it was possible just because Mark Walton was a fourth-round draft pick, and Trot Carson and Brian Hill have both been playing great. So I thought it was going to be possible. Um, obviously, it didn't happen, but I think that they both played great. I preferred Brian Hill in the preseason over over uh, Trot Carson, but it, w- it was close. It was definitely close, and Brian Hill is going to be a good running back on a different team um, if he doesn't get claimed. I'll gladly have him on the practice squad, but he's one of those guys that I expect to be on a different team, if not immediately, but by the end of the year, especially. I mean, he's a great player. Um, Another guy we can talk about is uh, Matt Barkley. Um, Obviously, he was injured in the last game. Uh, I don't know for sure what it was yet. Um, Some people said MCL sprain, I believe. Yeah, grade three. Yeah, it was a grade three MCL sprain. That's right. I was... um, yeah, I, he's they, he's on IR now, I believe. He he was under the wave slash IR list. Um, I don't think anyone's going to pick him up. I think we're going to have him by next year. And Driscoll's going to have to compete for the job again next year. Um, I don't know if he should. I don't. Maybe they cut him outright and give him an injury settlement. I don't know. But I think that he wasn't going to make the team anyway. Jeff Driscoll obviously outperformed him. So that's that. Um the last guy I wanted to talk about was Brandon Wilson and Tony McRae. What do you think about those last two guys in the defensive back depth chart? No, we kind of touched on it earlier. McRae has played well throughout the preseason, but I would personally take Russell over <clears throat> McRae nine out of ten times just because of the depth issue. And I just think Russell's the better player. And Brandon Wilson, I'm all for. 
He's a good special teams player. He's like obviously he's going to have a limited role on the defense. But I think, especially with Shaw getting cut, I think them deciding to keep him was the right move. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I like Brandon Wilson making this team, especially since Henderson got hurt. Um, originally, as you know, I'm a big fan of Shaw, but <clears throat> when it comes down to it, special teams means a lot, and I think since eventually they're going to end up moving on from Cody Core, they need a guy like Brandon Wilson who can be a special teams threat. Um, also, I think that I also think that I would take I'd probably take Josh Shaw over Tony McRae when it comes down to it. I mean, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that too. But and yes, Tony McRae probably has more promise than uh, Josh Shaw. But right now, our defensive backs are very, very young and very, very unproven. Yeah. And at least we know what Shaw is. So, I mean, yes, I'd prefer. It's tough. They're so even to me. But I would definitely take Brandon Wilson over um, Josh Shaw. But Josh Shaw over Tony McRae is probably where I stand on that. Yeah, I can get behind that. And I have a question for you. Do you think if Mark Walton is a 6th or 7th round draft pick, he gets cut? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. definitely. I got that question earlier today. I'm just like, yep. Because Mark yeah, Walton, some people were like, oh, he was a huge steal. So far, it's looking like he's one of our worst draft picks of this draft class. Well, I... At the same time, it's not really his fault, though, because, I mean, he's exactly like Joe Mixon. They're both pure zone running backs, and Mixon has struggled this preseason, too, and it's not I, – I don't think it's Mixon's fault, and I don't think it's Walton's fault. I think it's just because of the poor offensive line play, and especially with the guys they have out right now. I mean, they have Redmond out there who was playing great in pass protection, but he struggled versus the run, and Bobby Hart, who's struggled all around and no real option at right tackle. So I think that's something – that's going to affect them a lot, being the type of the type of running backs they are. Yeah. And so, it'll, it'll be interesting. I said, Walton will probably be inactive on game day. I agree, strongly agree there. And hopefully, Walton can figure something out because I do believe he has a lot of potential. He is going to be Giovanni Bernard's re- replacement. So, and Gio is a big part of this team. So, hopefully, he can figure something out. But for now, Carson's much better than him. Yeah, I don't see a Gio Bernard getting replaced anytime soon based on what I've seen this preseason. Um, I think Gio, Gio Bernard easily has like three or four years left of high-quality play, if not more. I mean, the dude's the best running back on our team right now, and everyone's just going to be like, oh, it's Joe Mixon. But with what we have right now, it's Giovanni Bernard. And with that, I'm going to end it. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say? Or um, Not really. Most of these... I know there were some questionable decisions. Other than really Kavari Russell, there's really nothing that made me lose my mind. I th- wouldn't be surprised if Cody Core got cut if they want to bring back Michael Johnson or Kavari Russell. So, so I think Core is kind of still on the border, and we'll just have to see from here. Yeah, I, I still do not believe Cody Core will be on this roster come Monday. Um, hope, hopefully I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. With that, who day, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. See you guys.